Hey there, everyone. Welcome to Twisted Thinking, the podcast that helps you keep your thoughts flexible. My name is Kristen, and today we're talking about physical pain. It's going to be a little different because we're going to we're going to talk about my wife, Anya, and explain how I was able to twist her pain, even her really terrible pain, around and find a way to be grateful for it instead of bitter about it. So our story starts off a little unusual. Uh, in 2019, Anya came home from work, and as she was getting changed, she made an offhand remark about a spot under her arm being sore. And I asked her where, and she showed me, and I just, I said, you know, that that could be a lymph node. Maybe you should go and get it checked out. Because in my head, I was thinking, oh, maybe it's an infection or something. And so she agreed, and in a few days, she was at the gynecologist getting an ultrasound. And a few weeks and several procedures later, we were sitting in front of a specialist and listening to the biopsy results from two masses we hadn't known existed just a month earlier. The diagnosis was inflammatory breast cancer, and if you haven't heard of this subtype of breast cancer, a very simplistic explanation is that it involves the skin over the breast as well as the breast tissue. And because the skin is an organ, it's usually a very high stage. She was technically staged at stage four, but the doctors were very hopeful that after they got through the rest of the tests, they would find that it was still contained and that there would, there would be no spread anywhere else. And they were right. They saw the two tumors and then some lymph involvement, but aside from the skin, there were no other organs affected. And so the treatment plan, it was very aggressive, but it was pretty standard. She had chemo, radiation, mastectomy, and then planned on medication for at least 10 years afterwards. After about nine months of treatment for everything, it was done. She was declared NED, which is no evidence of disease. And she was feeling better. She was going back to school. She was getting to work again. Energy levels were higher. Um, Things were getting back to normal. And it was really quite an exciting time for us. Now, interesting fact number one of the day is that from what I understand, breast cancer doesn't initially present with painful lymph nodes. It's usually found by a lump or some other visual change to the breast. But in her case, pain was the trigger for treatment. Uh, Without that, because she had no other noticeable signs of of cancer, it was conceivable that we might not have caught it early on, which was really crucial in her initial treatment. And I'm, I'm sure you're thinking, you know, oh, it's easy to be thankful for that kind of pain. It was hardly a bother, you know, just a little irritating. And you would be right. It's, it was hardly worth her mentioning anything, and it was just pure luck that she did. But what about something a little more intense? After the initial treatment was over, she still had to do rehab, and she was trying to get into a rehab center. But this was early 2020, and the COVID lockdowns were beginning here in Germany. And so it was, it was tough to get in anywhere. So it was taking a lot longer. And it wasn't until June, a full three months later, after her radiation was over, before she got in. And the rehab place she found, it was in this really cute town not too far outside of Berlin. It was quiet and quaint, and the facility had a really good reputation. And it was close enough that I was able to drive down and celebrate my 40th birthday with her, which was a really nice bonus. And when I got there, I loved it too. I decided, uh, or we decided to go back once everything was under control again and just kind of uh, enjoy the scenery together. 
So that was in June, as I mentioned. And in September, we were able to book a small little three-day getaway. And we did it at this um, cool hotel that was kind of the in the center of town on the top of a hill overlooking everything and had this little restaurant attached. And we planned on going down and doing some hiking and picture taking and just relaxing in the quiet because after months of being cooped up, it was something we were, we really needed and we were really looking forward to it. And so we, we got there about four 30 that afternoon and we decided instead of rushing around to do anything that that evening, we would make it an early night and get an early start in the morning. Uh, the night did not go as planned. <laughs> there were very loud neighbors that kept us up well into the wee hours and neither of us got a good night's sleep. So the next morning when I woke up, uh, the alarm went off. I was really blurry and it took me a few minutes to realize that Anya was moving funny. And so I asked her what was wrong and she said she had a pain in the middle of her back that had started sometime in the middle of the night and as I watched her, I noticed she couldn't, she couldn't seem to raise her arms very high. And she said she was having uh, trouble drawing a deep breath, that it really hurt. And she was really pale and it was obvious she was in a lot of pain. I was really confused um, because there wasn't anything that could have hurt her in the night. There was no physical trauma or anything like that. So the only thing that I could think of was maybe the chemo had damaged her heart, even though she had had it cleared. And perhaps she was having some sort of cardiac event, like a heart attack or something. I mean, she was only 45, but still, it was, it was a thing that could be happening. So I was able to convince her to head back to Berlin and take her to the hospital. So we grabbed some quick breakfast and made our way back to the city. That day we found out, thankfully, it was not her heart. But she did have to have more tests on her spine because it seemed that there was some sort of a mechanical problem took a few weeks, I think it was almost a month at that time, for us to get the results of uh, an MRI and various other things. And when we did, they were not good. Not only were they not good, they were nothing uh, like we expected. The doctor said she had a pathological fracture in her vertebrae. Basically, in plain English, that means she had a broken back that was caused by something other than physical trauma. So it shouldn't be too hard to guess that it was cancer that had spread to her spine. It was a tumor that had broken the vertebrae. No chemo this time, just a special radiation treatment and some additional medications and treatment that would last the, would last the rest of her life. Now as crappy of an outcome as that was, I am thankful that it happened. I was so thankful that she couldn't raise her arms and that she couldn't draw a deep breath and that she couldn't fully function because if she had been able to do those things, it's possible many more months might have gone by without us ever knowing the cancer was there and growing. And that intense pain, that, that is what prompted more attention and tests and eventually led to the treatment that got her back on her feet. And she was back on her feet. Soon after radiation was done, she was back to work and back to school and back to life. And cancer became something that we thought about only when we needed to, which was usually once a month during her treatment days. And for about the last two years or so, that has been our life. Until June of this year. And that's when she started having more pain that she couldn't explain in places that made no sense. So here's interesting fact number two of the day. Research says that liver metastasis rarely causes pain. But for her, it's been the worst pain by far. 
The abdominal pain got so bad so fast, and it was presenting in so many different places that she immediately went to the oncologist. She immediately prepared her job for an extended absence. We immediately knew that there was something very wrong. And it took until the end of August of this year to get concrete results and concrete treatment plan, but we finally have one. And full disclosure here, we did find out that her continuing pain is likely not due to the liver, but to the advancing bone metastasis. But initially the pain was centered on her abdomen and that's what drove her so quickly to uh, the oncologist rather than an orthopedic doctor. And I cannot tell you how glad I am for that pain. If it hadn't been for that intense and terrible uh, situation, I can easily see her thinking that it was just another one of her, just another of her more mundane medical conditions, especially since just the month before all of this started, she had just had her biannual exams and they had all come back clear. I can easily see us putting a doctor visit off for a little while to see if it got better and then going to the GP rather than her oncologist and adding several more months to the diagnosis process. By that time, it would have been a lot worse than it is now. Now, if we're being completely honest here, the constant daily pain she is in is not something that I have been able to work through. I still find myself getting very angry and frustrated about it, but I'm working on it. However, that initial pain, that week or so of intense suffering that she had that was just so confusing and so scary that I will forever stay grateful for because that's the level of pain it took to guide her to the right doctor and get a step up on her treatment. Otherwise, who knows what kind of future we would be facing. Now, I know this may seem like an easy thing to some people. Like they think, oh, well, you didn't have to live through any of that pain. So it's easy to be thankful for for it when you're when you're not living it. And maybe you're right, you know, but I believe, I, I, I say, if you've ever loved someone and had to watch helplessly as they suffer, you know what I'm talking about here. You know it's not easy to just stand on the sidelines and watch that kind of thing. It's not something that you can look away from and just dismiss as not your problem. It affects you. I'm telling this story today, not for any kind of pity or sympathy. I'm sharing it because it's so simple to dismiss physical pain as an evil that has no place in a happy life. Um, But I want to call attention to the fact that not all pain is negative. In our case, it was very much a positive. Without it, you know, who knows what we would be looking at? Nobody can, nobody, nobody knows. So, Anyway, I know our story isn't the only one out there that's like this, so let me know what you think. Is there a time when you've been thankful for pain, for your pain, or for uh, the pain of a loved one? Is there another way you think that I could view this? Do you have anything else to add? Let me know. That's all for today. If you have enjoyed this episode, head over to podchaser.com slash twisted thinking and leave a review. If something I said caught your attention and you want to continue the conversation, I invite you to join my discord server. It's free and easy to use. Just click on the link in the show notes. A big thanks to my patrons without them. None of this would be possible. Thank you so much for listening until next time. Be blessed and stay twisted. Mm -hmm.